You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. Nice. Good looking ladies been sitting around me all night. Now I'm thinking of Rusted, Rusted Nail. Nail. <laughs> speakeasy. speakeasy. A little speakeasy on the outskirts of Franklin County, Indiana, where we secretly and ceremoniously record the podcast. Oh, we're too in. You can Alan, tell. Alan needed some help, help. with that one. It was a rough one. I was imitating the Bow Brothers. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Jimbo, J-Bo. Really we're, we're firing them off quickly. And, uh, oh. It's good to have a, a fellow podcasters that we can make fun of. Those two dorks over there. <laughs> Hey. They, they would never, they would never make such fun. Of That's right. Us. That's true. So we just got done. Um, I just saw where Jimbo just got done with the first taping of Dancing with the Chippendales. <laughs> That's all I know. So I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff. We're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. The 24 side. <laughs> They're not That's sure right. where the hell they're from. And table twelve, how you doing tonight? I'm not sure what that was. They've calmed uh, down. Yeah, they're down one. They're down. Oh yeah. goodness! So of course we were making some fun of our buddies, the Bow Brothers, there a little bit. Some good guys. If you get a chance, you hear the ad on our podcast all the time. Uh, two shots in a barrel. Great podcast. They interview some great folks down in Bourbon Country. Uh, a couple couple cool dudes too so they're just not very good doing uh, their own bourbon tastings but we're fear gonna, not we're going to take care we'll of that we'll help them you can teach them some hoosiers are going to teach hoosiers them Kentucky guys teach them how, how to do bourbon, bourbon tasting guys what you got in your glass speaking of bourbon i'm on traveler i'm gonna try trying a little bit of that out there you go that's the stapleton buffalo trace blended whiskey what you got jeff I'm uh, drinking Yellowstone Select, and I'm hydrating with uh, a little Diet 7-Up. Cool. How about uh, Mr. Don't look at me <laughs> like that. Don't you have a driver? I do. Okay. You still I said I'm hydrate. You still got to hydrate. <laughs> I don't think 7-Up counts as hydrating, though. Yeah, that's what, that's what I got. It's got water in okay. it. It's clear. I got ice it's clear. clear. Yeah. I'm drinking Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Oh, somebody got on back top shelf, didn't he? <laughs> I did. There you go. <laughs> We while put that you, stuff back While there. you weren't looking. I wasn't looking. <laughs> Scotty? I tried the Traveler. I finished that. That was very good. Uh, I like that, but I went back to the Yellowstone. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So I've got some Traveler, too. And I think before the night's over, that bottle will be empty. I think so, too. So good deal. Maybe. So talking about hydration, I don't know if you guys noticed the last couple of podcasts. I'm drinking and hydrating side by side. I just I wake up better the next morning doing that. So and yeah, I'm using a two shots yeah, on the on barrel. On a two shots on a barrel. Two shots on a barrel. Cup, cup. That the rest of us don't have, but yeah, we probably won't get any now. Really <laughs> not, but it's all right. I don't know what to tell you. There'll be some of those Dixie cups. They'll hand right on. Them. <laughs> 
I think that's what they're... They weren't even using Glen Cairns. <laughs> I think Jimbo had little plastic well, the, cups. The so we're going to take... Communion cup? Yeah, we're going to take them some Glen Cairns. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to treat those guys right. Be official. Be official. Uh, they weren't even blowing the vapors off the top or anything. You got to check the legs too. You got to have a Glen Cairns well, for that. Well, you can't with the plaques with the no, paper Dixie with cup. The, you can't check legs. No, <laughs> they'll probably lose our number now after listening yeah, to this. Yeah, good deal. The, the cost of advertising with them it just went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So I'm getting ready to tap maple trees. So it's that time of the year. Uh, this podcast will come out. They've already been tapped, but we're going to be getting ready for our annual maple syrup open house. Um, so I'm part of the Indiana Maple Syrup Producers Association. So every second, every year, the second uh, weekend of March, we have an open house. Uh, we do ours just on Saturday, and we've got all kind of goodies in store. So this year, the open house will be on March 9th. So mark your calendars, March 9th, here at uh, Stanger Sugar Shack, located at... 8112 Oxford Pike, Brookville, Indiana. If you go to our Facebook page or to Indiana Maple Syrup Producers page, they have all the maple syrup producers on a map. You can click on the map, give you directions just how to get there. And it's rain or shine, right? It is rain or shine. All kind of vendors there too, right? Oh, we got – here we go. You ready? Are you ready for this? I don't know where I came up with that ad all the time. Are you ready for this? So, we have – Drum roll, please. Besides Stanger Sugar Shack. And so the Sugar Shack will have our maple syrup. We'll have a bourbon maple syrup. We'll have our barbecue sauce, our barbecue rub, our uh, maple spread, our bourbon maple spread, our popcorn, and our jerkies. How do you like that? I think you need a couple more. Sound wonderful. Actually, I'm working on it. <laughs> what about uh, that new coffee you got? Just hold on. Okay. Hold on. So, no, we're, we're, looking forward to that, we're not. So. Well, let me tell you what we're doing coffee-wise. So, no, we're not selling our Bones coffee from the shop. I'm doing something better. I have the Roaming Mug coffee trailer coming here oh, nice. to sell nice. their Sweet. coffee. All right. And they are That's going to have a uh, maple cappuccino specially made just for the event. So, awesome. There you go. That's great. They'll be awesome. here. Uh, some place called Bischoff Sunrise Farms. You know anything about them? Uh, that's a great place. I know that. Yeah, so they'll be here. So what you going to have, Dwayne? Uh, we'll have some honey products here. I'm sure there'll be some candles, stuff like that. Cool. Cool. So there's another place called Hoosier Creek Farm. You know anything about that? I might. What I you going to have? We're going to be providing honey. 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 So we got another place. Benevolent Sun Botanicals. Scotty, you know anything about that? I, I know the lady that runs that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she's going to have not, here? Not exactly, but probably soap, lotion, that kind there of thing. There you go. Handmade stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Good too. stuff. And then we'll have the Ember Lighthouse here as well. She'll have her stones and rocks and jewelry. And, you know, last year we brought them in. They were the hit. They were the hit. From Laurel, Indiana, little winery back oh, in the yeah. woods. We've got the Tuggles, Backroads Vineyards. So they'll have tastings. They'll be selling their wines. Yep, good they make stuff. Good they wine. make some fine wine. Very that's for good sure. wine. So that'll wrap the, everything out on that day. We start at 10 o'clock. We'll be done at 4 o'clock. Uh, come early. Come often. Uh, we tell you we sell out fast because we do. Uh, can't wait for it. It should be a great time. 
and it's rain or shine uh, we're set up you know on the inside of the barn uh, the roaming mug will have their trailer uh, so they'll be serving right out of that Should and be you can an come awesome see time. how it's done come exactly. see how the syrup is uh, the maple syrup is processed weather permitting we'll take you down to the woods where we're all tapped in in and depending on whether we're tapped out yet or still running you'll be able to see us sap coming out of the trees so pretty neat stuff so should be a good time good yes, time it is. so what else we got going on fellers i'm ready for warm weather i know that i'm tired of this rain and dry rain and dreary not rain yeah and dry. as we record this we're not even to february yet buddy i know so. but it's just I, i'm just tired of the dreary rain i'd rather have snow oh, no, no i'm no, sorry no. yeah you guys don't have cattle that's I'm, because you only live two miles from where you work that's true you can that's walk true. to work if he has to. if i have to but i'm it's just i'm sick of mud i mean i've got cattle and i had to go feed tonight i've got tracks on my bobcat and was darn near getting stuck with tracks on my bobcat going down through the fields it is just it's mucky it's yep. mucky and i feel sorry for my cows there's not much i can do there's nowhere to put them you know to get them out of the mud it's going to get worse as it freezes and thaws too oh i know i mean i've tomorrow this weekend i'm going to go down i'm going to drag their feeder to a new location just to try to get them somewhere else for a little while but you know in a week with the way the weather forecast is it's going to look like where they're at right now in a week so it's just kind of and then last week it was hard as a rock frozen which was great though i mean i'm loving it and the cows were loving it too because they're not mucking in it but right now it's just nasty yep so if it's going to weed winter, let it be cold so that it's winter. Scotty, you're looking at something. Yeah, yeah I read something this week. It, it, it was interesting. Uh, I'll read the headline here. World Economic Forum elites blasted for talking about climate dangers posed by coffee. Oh, God. They're saying that. Um, <laughs> you can't have, just you can't have my coffee, man. Uh, there's a. I say ban coffee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's a video featuring elites at the World Economic Forum annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Uh, they were discussing coffee production contributes to climate change. Infuriated uh, a lot of social media users. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, you mess with people's coffee. That, that's not You don't a good mess thing. with our coffee. Yeah, we'll have a revolution, you know. <laughs> in the clip, it was shared on X last uh, on Monday. Anyway, they're talking about uh, how many tons it takes, or uh, each ton of uh, coffee. This is in metric tons, so uh, it's two thousand two hundred four pounds of uh, CO two. Coffee. Uh, each ton produces that many tons of CO two. So my qu- here's my question yeah. back: While it's growing, how much oxygen does it give off? Right. Yeah, this doesn't so say there, that. But yeah, yeah. Right. take that. They're uh, blaming the uh, smaller farmers. Uh, oh, that's the small guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, the small guys. Yeah. They live mostly b- below poverty. It's a $200 billion market uh, So let's just globally. get it to the big corporate bean farmers. And they're saying that the large corporations can do it more eco-friendly. That's exactly there what's going go. on. And they push can cash the small in guy out. Yep. yep, but they're, uh, so let me so guess. they're coming after your coffee. The, these were social elites who flew in and... Private, private jets, jets. yep I, I bet so staying yeah. in their big suites yep that's exactly what that and is. And so you have to be careful about some of this stuff because you know the big 
the big market doesn't like the small market. So it may be really pushed by the coffee industry, these kind of things. And the reason I say that is I once worked for a company that decided they were going to bottle, purify their own spring water and bottle it. They were already bottling such things as milk and iced tea and orange juice. And they decided because they had their own retail stores, instead of instead of selling everything Fiji and all that kind of water, that bottled water, well, we can, we can bottle our own water. So I engineered a system to purify spring water and so that they could bottle it on the same equipment that they were bottling milk and orange juice and other pasteurized products. What I found out in that process was there was a big push by big water, okay, big water corporations that were wanting to get legislation to prevent the use of bottling or processing equipment that was used for anything but water. Uh-huh. Uh. So what's funny about that, the big water companies, they're owned by Pepsi yeah. and Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. So they actually lobby extra additional um, legal processes to put in place because they can handle it. Right. They're set up. They for can, it. yeah, right. dedicate machines just for that. Yeah. And so when you see stuff like this, don't be surprised if, and, I, and I'll go to the same thing as Big Pharma. Big Pharma is going to hold any any new pharmaceutical industries out, and they actually push regulation that they know they've got covered. Right. Right? They've got the resources to manage these extra regulations, or the processes are already within those regulations. I wouldn't be surprised if Big Coffee isn't Just pushing that. Yep. Pushing that yep. possibility. Yep. Make it bigger for them. Yeah. Speaking of water, Alan, what did we learn about the water bottle that you told me? The expiration date. We were talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking last week about um, yeah, drinking so microplastics. I guess I, we talked about that later, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Next, well, we uh, talked uh, about the other night. We yeah. were somewhere. So w- the water bottle. If you look at a water bottle, there's an expiration date on the bottle. It's not for the contents of the bottle. It's for the plastic bottle itself. That's scary. Yeah. So what happens? The longer the water stays in the bottle, uh, the bottle starts to degrade, and plastics contaminate the water. Uh, so a good example, uh, you remember years ago, not that many years ago, there was a big earthquake in Haiti. Right. Thousands and thousands of pallets of water were shipped over there. Somebody forgot about them. They were sitting on an airstrip, covered, you know, uncovered them. Well, they had passed expiration date, and the water was not usable. So that's, that's all, all this stuff, you know, comes back to what is it we're putting in our bodies? Yeah. You know? And in this deal with the coffee, you know, it's it's the question is why didn't somebody stand up and say what I said? You know, how much oxygen does coffee plants any plant, any yeah. growing plant gives off oxygen to our atmosphere? Right. You know what and they what they were trying to say is that the methods used to harvest the beans were causing issues to the ozone right. from the small farmer. That's his only means of life. Quite honestly, that's how he feeds his family. Yep. 
it's no crazy. different than trying to eliminate the small farmer here in the U.S. You know, raising beef and whatever. You can't, you can't sell beef directly directly to a consumer, and they keep trying to get legislation passed to allow that, but it never gets done. Why? Because the big beef corporations that are handling most of the meat doesn't want it to right. happen. Right. Crazy. Crazy. All right. So we'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Cross the Line 1524. The calendar is set for this year's Columbia Street Music Festival series of concerts located in historic Metamore, Indiana. We kick things off on June 15th. Our headliner? Newly signed Nashville artist and Indiana native Rachel Holt with her entire band. You'll be able to hear songs from her recently released CD titled Missing Home. This year's events feature four stages of music, multiple food trucks, and craft vendors. On August 10th, get ready for an Amish good time. As featured on the Bob and Tom Show, the one and only Electric Amish will be headlining. Bring your cooler, your lawn chair, and get ready for some great music and a terrific time. We round a year out on September 21st. Are you ready for this? They've played the Grand Old Opry, Music City, Radio Hall. They've been seen on CMT, GAC, and CBS, and many more. Awards? They've taken home a few. Here's a sampling. IBMA Emerging Artist of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Entertainers of the Year not once, but twice. We proudly welcome the Graskels. That's right, you can see the Graskels right here in Metamore, Indiana on September 21st at the Columbia Street Music District Festival. They feature Indiana's own Jamie Johnson. All tickets are available on Eventbrite and at the festival while supplies last. It's the Columbia Street Music Festival located in historic Metamore, Indiana. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and they're growing, you know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but you need ice melt, you need snow shovels, any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove? Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel you can learn more about Kentucky, only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it, on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Oh, shit. Jeff. All right. Oh, shit, you got No, I, I got a couple things. Oh, okay. So, guys, you know, first of all, welcome back to Cross the Line 1524. You guys got stuff in your glasses? 
Sure. Yes. I do too. Oh, that was what the hell? <laughs> you wimpy down there. I got hydration, and then Scotty, are you okay? Yeah. Sneeze. Sorry. Oh goodness. So. Guys, have you ever been driving down a road and all of a sudden it's closed and you're like, hell with the closed sign. I'm going to go around and grow, go through. Yes. Uh, I, I think well, everybody, actually, here, county, everybody here has done that yeah, probably. Yeah. Actually, I've done that pretty around close here, to yes. this. Especially yeah. if it says closed to through traffic. But yeah. 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 So. In fact, when Blue Creek was closed and they were doing the bridge, I actually went around and drove through the creek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a story about that, but we'll catch up with that Well, later. so do I. Driver removes a road close sign, promptly discovers why the road was closed. An unidentified driver in Oregon failed to heed a road sign's warning of a closure due to a hole that a landslide had ripped into the road. Not only did the driver shrug off the warning, but actually removed the barrier and large sign that said road closed. Whether through illiteracy, defiance, or stupidity, they ended up driving straight into a massive hole flipping the car over and causing it <laughs> to catch fire, and I'm going to pass the picture around. Holy smoke. <laughs> wow. I hope they survived. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the road had... <laughs> the landslide wow. that led to the road closure happened in December 2023. The section of uh, the road had been out of commission since then, and the road users in Tillanook County were instructed to use Highway 101 as a detour. But this enterprising driver decided they'd simply remove the sign and press on. The road had been closed for some time, but they removed the sign. This had been an ongoing problem with people removing the barricades and driving on the closed portion of the road. Obviously, it is extremely dangerous. Said uh, the sheriff's statement claims the driver and possible occupants had fled before authorities arrived at the scene. They might have fled, but the car was still there. <laughs> but it, but my car got stolen. That's what happened. The yeah. rural fire department put the fire out, but no rescue was necessary since the occupants had done left. Thank goodness. Too embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. It gets Jeez, better, though. Christmas. About an hour after the crash, the other vehicle called 911 to report that the car had been stolen. <laughs> there you go. Sometime in the early morning hours, the owner's residence was approximately five miles away from the crash scene. The crash reported all the theft investigation is ongoing. Um, so, I mean... Interesting. It could yeah. be. It could have been. I mean, be. especially if the guy lives five miles from this and it's been closed for a while, you he know. Knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But did he, when he called on the phone, he's like, Officer, I need to report my car was stolen. Because <laughs> he just ran home. Ran home. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm guilty of doing that. I'm, I'm driving around and saying, Screw that. I'm going to get through. But you drive with caution. Oh, yeah. You know there's a problem. Right. I mean, there's a. There's been a couple county so, roads around here that have been washed out that were, Jeff says, closed to through traffic. But you know, you, you just got to so drive. So for our listeners, the picture that I passed around is of the car. It's flipped upside down, burnout. Obviously, it's about a six or seven foot drop off in the middle of the road. Yeah, the whole road slid the whole down. Whole half, road, right. Yeah, it's yeah, one dropping. lane slid down the hill. Crazy, crazy. So I, I alluded to you had a story you, you, well you mentioned blue creek road so when i was a kid uh the bus i rode went down blue creek road so for 
those people from not around here, Blue Creek Road is a windy, curvy road. It's kind of a main thoroughfare in the county, but um, as its name indicates, it follows Blue Creek. Creeks don't run straight. So, and it crisscrosses over a couple of times. When I was a kid, they replaced two bridges, substantial bridges, on that road. And our school bus went, the, they created a road to go down and through the creek and back up the other side to get, to get around the bridge under construction. And in, <laughs> and in, both cases those bridges probably sat a good 20 feet above the creek bed so if you can imagine the taking school, a bus. school bus basically it was a bulldozed path down into the creek bed and out the other side and we did that every day until until the uh bridges were done yes yeah, so my boys uh when i first moved back they went to school uh saint nicholas well my youngest one went to saint nicholas in sunman so when I'd go to pick them up and I come back in Blue Creek, they were redoing the bridge on Blue Creek, and I, that's the way I came. I'm like, I'm tired of going around, tired of going around. So I'm like, I'm gonna see how bad this is. So I get there, I'm like, well, this isn't bad at all. So I just drove. You could drive through the creek and get. So I did that for about a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. I wasn't the only person that was doing oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. All the locals, all the locals were probably right. routinely doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, save me from going around. Back then, I didn't know. I mean, that's when I was new to the fifth twenty-four side. I know the fifteen side, but this was twenty-four side. I didn't know all the ins and outs. Right. Could have went different places. Now I got all that stuff. So I was a transplant at the time. And we just got to make sure we're iterating that we are not encouraging anyone to drive around road close signs. We're just saying, if it happens, be very careful. Uh, if you need a tour guide to help you do that the correct way, because there's right ways and wrong ways, just like doing a bourbon tasting. That's true. The uh, drive through the creek beds. Uh, we'll volunteer to help you. Oh, goodness, guys. Mike, you got something? You got anything? Come on, man. I don't at the What's moment. The, what commercial was that? Come on, man. No, it's Come On Man from ESPN. That was ESPN. Yeah, ESPN, oh. yeah. That's yeah. right. Boomer. What about alcohol? Come on, What's, man. Come on, man. What's the newest uh, craze in alcohol? What's, what's the most yeah. popular alcohol going on now? Beer, wine, vodka, tequila. All about RTDs right now. RTDs. Ready to drink. Ready to drink cocktails. That's the big boom. You can get them at Batesville Liquor Co. Located at 315 <laughs> Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or Tebby Liquor. And or Tebby Liquor on Main Street, Street in Brookville. <laughs> is it cans? Canned drinks? Normally can, Yeah, normally, normally cans. canned. So who's hey, buying man. it? Is it the younger crowd? Or yeah, it's all the younger crowd. So you, you, are, are, you seeing, are you seeing big sales in that even in the wintertime? Or is that, is that more no, a summer it, thing? It, the, the, summer, the wintertime usually dies down a bunch. Yeah, the but, summer thing is it's a thing you can buy, throw it in the cooler, throw some ice on top, right. and you're ready to roll. You don't have to take mixers or anything yep. with it. It's, it's, ready it's to actually roll. pretty yeah. slick. You can just throw it in the cooler and roll, roll. Whether that be your Long Island iced tea or your gin and tonic or what have you. Whatever you want. What What's the alcohol? Is it brand name alcohol or is it what I call craptastic? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that I generic. Like that. Well... 
That it, depends. I mean, I mean, it just depends what you want to spend. There's a Crown Royal RTD. The so, crap's the craptastic. Oh, okay. Well, we, that's, that's, <laughs> we have some here. I know, but uh, you know, if you ask Alan, that's the best thing on the market. The crown. The the crown. It well, used to be. It used to be. I used to drink Before a lot of Crown. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Crown. No, well, uh-huh. I used to. Yeah. Th- there's a long story. So I started out drinking. Drinking period uh, was Seagram Seven. That's how I grew up. Yeah, on. Oh, yeah. everybody around yeah. here. Yep. Then I had a real bad experience. When I was about 23, 24 with Maker's Mark, and I couldn't drink bourbon after that for a long was time. It, was there a woman involved? No, there was a whole <laughs> bottle of Maker's Mark involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only drank half of it, but that was enough. And then I got on. I enjoyed. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then I, I enjoyed, you know, I went back to the blended whiskeys and ended up, uh, my buddy worked at Seagram's, um, and they had, they, down at Seagram's, which is now uh, MGP, yeah, or actually... That's in Lawrenceburg, yes. Now it's Ross and Squibb, Rob, yeah. which was the original name of the distillery way back when. Uh, they produced, out of there, uh, a product called Seagram's Canadian Hunter. Which was a Canadian-based, uh, Canadian whiskey, blended whiskey. Now, granted, it was made in Indiana. Uh, but what that was, for those that don't know, Crown Royal used to be a Seagram's brand and then spun off a, to its own brand. It used to be Seagram's Crown Royal. So what Canadian Hunter was, was the Seagram's mash bill aged three years. So for a fraction of the cost. And you really like that. Oh, man. <laughs> I, it was, then I got older and could afford the real stuff. <laughs> but you could get a handle of Canadian Hunter for like 15 bucks. I mean, it was, of course, it was in plastic, but. Uh, you ain't drinking the bottle. That's right. I don't let it, I didn't let it in there long enough to degrade. Yeah, it wasn't degraded. <laughs> so that's how I got started on the blended thing. And then I went to Crown and. Stayed on Crown till I met my wife, and she got me started on bourbons. I think the turning point on the Crown for him was when we went to Nova Scotia in Canada, and he couldn't find Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. There yeah. is some truth to that. I'm in Canada, and I can't find Crown Royal. Now, granted, part of that was because I got set up. Yeah. Just at one place. Yeah, but the other place, I'm like, Crown Royal, and they look at me like I'm an idiot. I'm like, We're Crown Royal? Yeah, you know, it's Canadian. made in Canada? I'm in Canada? Guess what? It's not. Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh. My big thing was uh, Jack Daniels. I, oh. I loved that stuff. Oh, yeah. That when we first got married, I got banned from drinking it. <laughs> Somebody wouldn't let me drink it. I, I promised I would not drink it again. Uh, yeah, that ever. was my first bad night but, with Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> A few months, well, over the summer, I went to an event. Uh, you could bring your own booze, and we had some. Uh, we had good bourbon, but we ran out. And then you had Jack, and somebody offered <laughs> yeah, me some Jack exactly. Daniels. And, and I once you ran out of the good bourbon, you didn't. Care I looked at what the else. person that made me, you know, swear not to drink it. I had some, but I was surprised it tasted awful. So it, if you it had, had a, an artificial taste, so to if it. you had our Jack da- or Frank Sinatra Jack Daniels, no, I have not. Next, you need to try. That. You need to try that. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. it's 
uh, still in the box because we don't let that out. It is very good. Yeah. Is it? It yeah. is very it is good. Very but the regular good. Jack Daniels, I, I was surprised. I haven't drank it for 20 years. In fact, you got anything in your glass right now? We'll take a I break. Empty it. We'll take a break. We'll let you taste <laughs> okay. some of it. Since you're trying you, to get me in trouble. No, no. I just want you to All right. taste. All right. All so right. we're going to take a short break. We'll put another commercial in here about Batesville Liquor Co. located in Batesville, Indiana. <laughs> we'll and right. Tebby Liquor. And Tebby Dang Liquor on Main <laughs> Street in Brookville. For all your RTD needs. That's right. We'll be right back with Cross the Line 1524. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. And Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. One of our favorite sponsors right here across the line, 1524. And it doesn't matter whether you're looking for a great bourbon, a blended whiskey, maybe a, a rye or a scotch, or maybe you're into wine, or maybe vodkas or tequilas. It just doesn't matter. You know why? Because they're all available at Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. And Brookville, Indiana has Tebby Liquor. Now, if you're looking for something special, something unique, try their barrel picks they have barrel picks that they've hand selected from different distilleries on sale at both batesville liquor co and tebby liquors that's right they're unicorns you will never get that same taste of a barrel any place those are hand selected barrels just for you once again if you want a beer if you want a wine cooler yeah they still make wine coolers they've got it all at batesville liquor co located at 315 shopping village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors. Tebby Liquors, right here in Brookville, Indiana. And tell them to cross the line, 1524 Crew sends you. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. So, we just got the bottle down of the Sinatra Select Jack Daniels. So, anybody knows, uh, probably in the morning when I'm totally sober, I'm going to be like, shit. Can't believe we got that bottle out and passed it around. <laughs> it's not a cheap bottle, uh, but it's a fancy bottle. It's a fancy, fancy bottle. And there's a whole there's a book that goes with the box. It talks about uh, it's in the box. Talks about the relationship with Frank Sinatra and Jack Daniels. For those that don't know, we probably have listeners that don't even know who Frank Sinatra is. That's true. It's probably true. Uh, he came out and sang his ass off most of the time. Had a rocks glass right there with him oh, and a cigarette. Uh, but his drink of choice was Jack Daniels. Uh, so Scotty started telling a story. You know, he got banned from drinking Jack Daniels. So I, About know, 20 years ago. Yeah, so I thought, well, we'll get this bottle down. We'll taste it. So what everybody's realized is just because it's a $200 bottle doesn't mean the liquid inside is a $200 liquid, maybe. Correct, yeah. Um, so... Most Jack Daniels is aged four to six years. According to the site, this is aged five to seven. You can tell it's aged a little bit longer because it, it does have a woody, almost a peaty taste to it, which was kind of strange. Um, I mean, I enjoy it. Uh, my wife absolutely does not. I, I don't think any of the ladies at Table 12 liked it. I, I can't say I the, enjoy it. The, the one lady that doesn't drink bourbon said, this isn't bad. There you go. Uh-oh. <laughs> So I can because it's different. I can drink it's just it. Totally I mean, different. It, it's it. I can I can drink it. That's not yeah. a problem. That's not a problem. But you know, compared to most of the bourbons we've been drinking over the last several months, um, it, it falls short for me. Right. Right. Yeah, I would call it weak. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so you know, it's, it's ninety exactly proof, weak. and I agree. It. I mean, the taste didn't linger there. 
I think it's a, it's a novelty. It doesn't burn at right. all. There's the well, it could reason. be that we're like three hours into podcasting <laughs> and drinking as well. Yeah, it may be totally different. Possibly. if, if we start started, the night out, yeah. that, that could be. That could happen. So, Scotty, you were starting oh, to tell the story he's to get me in trouble. about uh, he got he got banned from Jack Daniels from from Jack Daniels. Yeah, got it was divorced. early on yeah, so in tell our marriage. Us. We'd been to a dance. Uh, what kind of dance was it? It's like a hula uh, dance. No, or? it was a KSEs. Uh, they so you're out a, there cutting the rug. Were you doing the electric slide? Yeah, it had <laughs> <laughs> probably was the or the gator. Do you remember slide. the gator? I do. Uh, I've done. Can you show us? This. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been banned from that too. Hey, <laughs> did you have that much to drink? How about yet? the sprinkler? Did you do the sprinkler? <laughs> the mailbox. Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> Lawnmower. Did, did you have hair then? Ooh. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. there you go. I had a mustache too. Oh. Wow. The- People called me Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> That's no joke. They still do. Oh, so, Lord. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a whole story out of itself. This is great. But one thing at a time. I'm picturing, one thing at a time. Wait, wait, wait. I'm picturing Scotty with a ponytail and a mustache now. <laughs> this is fixing to be the best I'll send you a picture here in a little bit. All right. Alan, so, are you taking notes? Yeah. So continue. Uh, continue your story, please. please. Anyway, I had I had a good time at this dance. <laughs> uh, drank quite a bit of Jack Daniels. It started out as Jack and Coke, and it, you know ventured into just just Jack. Jack. Yep, there was <laughs> quite got- a few people I knew there, and you know we were all buying each other rounds and stuff. But anyway, the night flew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time to go home. We went home, and I don't know if I should say this or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't the nicest person in the world at, uh, after you drinking be, all this. Are I, you normally a mean I drunk? am. No. No. No, no I, I wasn't. Say, uh, up until this point, no. Okay. I've seen just so, this one night. Just, just I want to lay this out for our listeners. I laugh most of the time. I have seen Scotty very, not that we do this often, but I've seen him very inebriated. <laughs> inebriated. <laughs> and he's the funniest damn person you ever seen. <laughs> anyway, I walk into the house and there's dishes in the di- sink. <laughs> And I wasn't real happy about it, so I decided I think I'll load. Uh oh, I'm getting dirty. Work. <laughs> I decided, no, it's not her fault. You know, they were my dirty dishes too. Hold on, now we have guys. We have an opportunity here. Don't so don't Scotty. Don't talk any further, guys. Should we ask somebody else who was there to give us the story? Sure. I think you should. <laughs> maybe we, asshole. Maybe okay. we should let him tell the story and then get the <laughs> we'll real get some, story. We'll get some comments afterwards from our listeners. <laughs> anyway, I decided I'll load this dishwasher myself, and because it'd been sitting there a little while, and I thought, I'd, you know, why why didn't it loaded? Anyway, the, uh, most of the glasses were in one piece when they <laughs> started. When you got home. started. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't for very long. I, I kind of, I, I got them loaded pretty quick. <laughs> anyway, after this, I slept was in a asked, different bathroom for like three weeks. Uh, yeah, couch, basement, doghouse. You know. So know. back to the dishwasher, you weren't really stacking. You were just kind of tossing. Well, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> but I couldn't help it. I, it was the Jack Daniels. I'm sure of it. But uh, there you go. I promised that I wouldn't drink that stuff again. <laughs> but I got special permission this summer when we ran out of Uh-oh. bourbon. And uh, I was really disappointed in the taste. It, 
So the question is, do you think you were slipped something besides Jack Daniels? I'm, a, I'm only going to say this because I got a story. It could have been. No, or, I, or it could have been the bottle and a half you drank. No, so this is why I say that. We we know you when you have a little bit too much to drink. You're the funniest damn guy in the room. So it had to be something. Yeah, somebody spiked something. It. It something. There you right. go. Yep, it had to well, be. Well, I'm not saying with alcohol either. You just, so I have a story. When I was down in Florida, I I was out, had like one glass of wine, and man, I don't remember the night. It was that stupid. Maybe somebody put something. Something in it. had been put in there. Could have been. This you don't you don't know, right? Chad Allen, Chad Allen fan, Chad Allen groupie, Scotty. So, Scotty there may little, be some little root. There may be some truth to that. Yeah. Scotty, <laughs> stick with that story. Stick with that story. I, that's what, yep, that's a good. I'm giving you an out there, buddy. I'm giving you an out. There you go. Something was wrong. So, Bev, did he miss anything in the story? You want to come up here? Come up to the mic, Bev, because I'm sure that we heard there was a nickname. Well, the only thing that I would add is that I believe that was the same night that our dining room chandelier had mishap. Had a mishap. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Were you Uh-oh. swinging from the chandelier? <laughs> no, my, my purse went flying through the dining room and hit the chandelier as well. So it was it was an expensive evening. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah. That was one expensive uh, bottle of Jack Daniels. That's all I have to add. <laughs> it, to, it was spiked. It was and spiked. that's all there is to that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I haven't been that way since, have I? Ever? Yeah, my deal in Florida—it was crazy. I mean, I had one glass of wine, and I was crazy. So somebody had done yeah, something there. My little chair. That, that could have been. I hadn't thought of that until now. Yeah, it had to be because I mean, well, especially if if, since we know how you are. I mean, I usually can't quit laughing. Yeah. So something was different there. Some people have you ever noticed that some people if you get drunk on beer have a different oh, personality there's, than they get oh, yeah. drunk on so, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, I had a friend people. I had a friend in high school and just after high school that he could he could drink beer. I mean, he could drink beer until you know, the cows came home and he was just the funnest guy. Tell you what, he drank any whiskey, he was the meanest dude. Yeah. And you couldn't hardly control him. Yeah, so the same thing with shine. Some people can drink shine, no problem. Other people, one drink, and then they're like 10 on a scale, of one to five. It's yeah. crazy what, you know, and how that does how I mean, like alcohol. It's chemical reaction. Yes. Right. I mean, right. But you think alcohol is alcohol, but it's not. Not, no. not because everybody has a different chemical makeup of right. some sort, right. I think. Metabolize it differently. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if you were, if you're typically happy and then that night you were different, yeah, that could have been a we're just, yeah we're going to go with that sky we're all voting yeah, that that was be. what it was so you're had, off the hook. you're off the you're hook. off the hook for that for 20 I, I, years ago i still ago. don't want to drink jack daniels though. i've graduated <laughs> well i, I mean, started drinking bourbon after that and i didn't have the jack fine. daniels don't taste as good to you anymore. no it doesn't it, doesn't. it, it has so, an artificial so taste even to me. though I, I am an asshole at restaurants when i, I mean ask well i for mean the bourbon <laughs> and they tell well, me jack daniels and i say that's not bourbon well it really is so it's not yeah, asshole. well, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, that's a pet peeve. I say, what what bourbons do you have? Well, we have Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. I'm like, 
Jack Daniels is not a bourbon. And if our listeners, whiskey. our listeners can't see, Jeff and I, if we happen to be at that same restaurant, they can't we, look, we look at each and other so, and as soon as the waitress says Jack Daniels. And sometimes they say Crown Royal. <laughs> it's like, no. We had somebody, uh, what was it? Mor- oh. Captain Morgan. Some, I asked for bourbon. <laughs> they, they said, we have Captain Morgan's just yeah. last yeah, weekend. That, yeah, that's seriously. Yeah. And Fireball. Fireball and Cat Morgan's. Uh, oh, I was like, oh, my. <laughs> one's a rum and one's a liquor, so, you know. He well, had some bullet. Well, Fireball's actually a yeah, flavored well, whiskey. You know, we've just kind of yeah. gotten to be booze snobs. Yeah, yeah. So, crazy. Crazy stuff. But I was charged. I got a mixed drink. I got uh, the. They did have Bullet, so I got Bullet and there you uh, go. Coke. And mm. I looked at my bill. He charged me for the Bullet, $10. And Coke, two dollars. <laughs> they separated. The yeah, Coke they do that the, now. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Thought that's the first time I. So seen I don't that. know. Do we ever talk about us going to see the guys from Skinwalker Ranch? Ooh, I don't know. And the reason I bring this up is this, because we had that conversation. We had this conversation <laughs> at two different bars. So I don't remember if we. Did I don't or think not. we ever talked I don't about think we did it. Either. So for our listeners, we went to a. Uh, well, meet, meet and greet, meet and kind greet of thing. type of thing. The folks from Skinwalk, all the guys from Skinwalk, not all of them. Um, um, the one guy that does all the tech stuff, he was on. He was on, but he'd be a satellite. Yeah. Satellite. Anyway, up in Indianapolis at what's the event center? What's the theater? The, uh, Marat. the Mar- Marat. 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 So you walk in, and they have several bars as you walk in to get drinks. So get in line and. Um, right away, I'm squinting because I can't hardly see. I'm like, what bourbons do you have? And, of course, right away, the answer is <laughs> Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. And, of course, I say, that's not, not a bourbon. bourbon. P.S. <laughs> so we get we get our drinks, and we turn around, and literally right behind us is a bourbon is bar. Is a better bar. Yeah, because they have tons bourbon. of bourbons. So I walk up there, and I say, hey, um, if I ask for a Jack Daniels, is that a bourbon? No, sir, that's not a bourbon. I'm like, this is the bar we should have come to. <laughs> but it was uh, going back to that. We, I don't think we ever talked about that. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Not that all I the, recall. The one thing I do remember now. I wasn't there, this, but I don't remember you guys talking about this. Yeah. Well, seeing the simulcast with his face on that large screen was kind of creepy. That yeah, night. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's what the one thing I figured out. So just like they manipulate things the way you see and hear things on oak island on the skinwalker ranch they make the security guy what's his name uh been drinking can't think of it oh god um, dragon dragon dragon. they make they make him appear to be an idiot the way he acts the way he talks you know what that man he is one of the smartest men that was sitting on that stage very articulate funny Knew uh, what was going on. Yeah. Knew the scientific stuff. I mean, and was that's it? not the the way they make him appear on the show is he's, he's running around with his bottom lip hanging out. Half yeah, the, the time. muscle. I'm the muscle. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not who he no. is in real life. Um, but it was great. We got to see uh, um, the you know the scientific side, the you know the whole thing. It was it was great to watch. Yeah, it was great interesting. To talk about. So we got it was it was a neat little there's a question and answer thing that they did the question and answers themselves, and um, but it was good. You know what happened there is we went to di- do that on Thursday night, and Mike and I and Terry and Mary flew out the next morning for Florida. That's what it was. That's and we never got to podcast yep. about that. That's right. Uh, so that's got to be coming up here not too long. 
Yeah, the new season. The new season. Won't be, sorry, it won't be too far off. So, they, I mean, they let a few things slip. It's going to be a great season. Uh, and then we need to call our buddy Christian Roper up, probably, because he released a movie on Amazon Prime. Yes. Um, his buddy released a movie that he was part of that happened right outside of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, so, Christian, I know you listen to us because we get feedback from you every now and then. So, We'll set up a time and get you back on here because absolutely, uh, you're doing some great stuff. You know, he's a half our age, or maybe yeah, yeah, he's at least don't don't even go to the any farther. Just just leave it there. You know, all the adventures he's been through already in his life it's just freaking amazing. Yeah, I just want to live vicariously through him and all the places he's going and stuff he sees is so cool. So, Scotty, you want some more Jack Daniels? I'll pass. I'm still thinking about the chan- chandelier thing. <laughs> I forgot all about yeah. that. Uh-huh. Blocked it out of my mind. Well, some things you it need. It's mind altering. Well, I thought maybe you were hanging up there like drink. a, you know, maybe you were hanging like a chimpanzee off the chandelier. No. And that's why you think you got monkeys in your bed. <laughs> Our listeners haven't that heard that story. I never really? released that podcast. Was that the same night? Ooh. No, about the monkeys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no. Or no. the or the That's pythons. Monkeys thing. are reoccurring. I think. That's I haven't had it for a long time, but yeah, he monkeys will tonight. Are so for our listeners, I never released that podcast because we were feeling pretty good. I'll just leave that one. Uh, yeah. But right. you know what? We're gonna let her rip now. <laughs> so Scotty, talk to us about. Sometimes Uh-oh. you'll wake up in the middle of the night and think there's things happening in your bed. I see things. It's not in the bed. It's it in the room. In the room. Okay. I see dark figure in the corner of the room or okay, hiding so, underneath something. So that's that's could be spirit <laughs> stuff there. So, it could be. Yeah, I, I believe it is. But the monkey stuff. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I thought it was a monkey. Oh. oh okay. Because I liked, watched a lot of Plane of the Apes and that type of thing. I'm sure you guys did too. <laughs> so that was the first thing that came in mind. But really now I think it was a dark spirit. Yeah, that's spirit stuff probably happening. So fortunately, we have spirits in resting house, but it's pinkies, but they're fun. You know, in fact, I went upstairs to get some of our uh, stuff topics, and Benjamin was at it again. Turned the light on in the kitchen. It turns it on. Oh yeah, it turns it on. Turns it off. Seriously, really? Yep. Oh, we, we were well the night we were here doing. When a, we had the the ghost yeah. hunters here, it Turn, went off and back on. Well, turned the ceiling fan on. Ceiling fan on. Yeah, while we were sitting there. That reminds me, we went to a ghost tour down in Bardstown, Kentucky. Bev and I did, and with the, uh, and uh, we were in the uh, Talbot house. Okay. Upstairs, there's a big room. They all gathered us in. Was talking about ghosts and uh, the the lights dimmed considerably, almost went out, and then they came back on. You know, they weren't full brightness, but it, there is something to that. Oh, there, there definitely has to be. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, have you, have you and seen, I'm not a believer. Have you <laughs> watched, our, then, have you watched like the that. YouTube videos when they did the ghost? Where at? Here. Here. No. There's I a three not. series of YouTubes. Oh, yeah. You need to go no. watch them. Really? Oh, yeah. It's first I've heard of that. I'll have to show you a video on my phone of in the back room. And yeah. The, and the, I, I've, I've heard you talk about the back room, but. You have to see the video that I, I mean, have. All the videos they did, okay. there was stuff going on in every one of them. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say this. You start talking about Dwayne it. Dwayne and I were just as good as finding those spirits as everybody yeah. else was. It was, it was a, that was an interesting evening. Yeah. 
But yeah, did you see the eight one two is just uh yeah, so p- that's one of yeah. the local restaurants. Is, yeah, well, yeah. So, got some paranormal activity There's going some on. Great steaks down there. I didn't know about the paranormals. Yeah, and you yeah, used yeah. To, years back in the day used to play upstairs. Upstairs all the time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Yes. I think it's so the Jay Miller Steakhouse is yeah, the steakhouse. Right. And Tiffany's is upstairs. Upstairs. But they got on one of the security cameras. It's just a dead view of the of the restaurant area. And you see at one of the tables, it's actually this uh, a card that talks about the the spiritual history of the thing flies out and lands on the table. So that's I'm gonna tell you right now, that's not the most haunted restaurant in Aurora, Indiana. The Applewood is which is currently closed. Uh, people left working there because as ho- they had all kind of things happen. Really? Yeah. Oh, huh. But the Applewood's not that old, is it? Oh, yeah. That's an old building. <clears throat> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yep. think it was that old. No, that's an old building that they converted to a restaurant. Um, I mean, there were people that worked there that quit because of stuff that was going on. Oh, wow. Never heard that. Yep. So, in fact, if you look, people have said in the post that uh, – that was up about the ghost and Jay Miller's, you need to check out the Applewood. So, huh. uh, something going on there. So, uh, you know, Stephen Harmar from the 812, he's going to be our guest upcoming. We Actually, we were hoping to have him tonight. Uh, it didn't work out, uh, but he's going to be on here. Uh, he's a busy man. He is a very busy man. Lives not too far from us, uh, but he has got his hands full right now. He's got the 812, which also went to print. Went to the web, started out. That, those that don't know his story, uh, he always liked media. Um, he started a Facebook thing, ended up working for WLWT, decided he wanted to come back to the 812 full-time, and that's what he's doing, making yeah. a living at it. It's good stuff. And he's got I good news. It. It's good he, stuff. He puts stuff out that's uplifting. Uh, it is. It is. That's And that's what I enjoy about it. It's, it's a local, uplifting uh, news and uh, we don't get enough of that that's i agree i agree so guys this has been a fun little podcast it has we didn't make too much fun of the bow brothers because we were making fun of scotty <laughs> it's Scotty this time <laughs> we did a little bit we did we, we did, did. on good fun hey we love those guys it's a good show it is it is so for cross the line 1524 I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Scotty Bourbon, and our favorites over at Table 12. I don't know, Scotty. (laughs) You'll find out when I get home. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. We'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know, we always have a great time. Okay, pretend well, I'll have just one more. I came here just one drink. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter. And cross the line 15 slash 24 on Facebook. Give me one before you kick me out the door.